my boy. So, you already know we're going to have to get into this shit. Wish that complex shit. Dog. I do I do apologize for making you waste an hour, but I'm like we got to We had to talk about it. Got to talk about it. Uh, so long story short, um it was trash. We're just going to keep it a buck. But well actually, I had posted on my story. It wasn't trash. It was just disappointing. Because it's like, Man, come it on, was dog. the most unorganized Keep it real. I've ever seen something like that done. Now, I get it. They were on a time restraint. I'm not going to hold them for that. Yeah, but come on, dog. Exactly. I'm like, bro, do better. Like, come on. Come right. on. You got all that money behind <clears> you. So we got, and, yeah, we got, I, I got the list right here. All right. So we'll start from the end. Ooh. Number 10, we had those, uh, the Kith Clark, uh, Adidas Sambas. I was just kind of like, really? I'm not surprised. An Adidas Samba? I'm not surprised. Top 10? I'm not surprised. I'm like, bro. Sambas are the waves somehow. Man, I got a pair of Sambas in that thing over there. Mm-hmm. And I've been, I've been wearing Sambas since I was a little kid. So for those of you that don't know, I used to play soccer. All soccer players wore Adidas Sambas. Mm-hmm. That was like the shoe. If you played soccer, you had Adidas Sambas. So that, that's gone back to like second grade, me wearing Sambas. I never thought they would be on no damn top 10 list. I don't care if it's a collab or not. Then nine, you had the, uh, the uh, was it the, um, the Haritos Dunks? The SBs, like I'm not mad at that yeah. one. I'm not mad I'm at not, that one. That that it, that okay. That's number nine. Yeah, I'm not mad. I'm not. I'm not mad. It at could that be one. higher. It could. It could. I, be I don't. I don't higher. mind it being. There. Yeah, I don't mind that because if you want to get technical, those technically did not like get a full release like they were supposed Mm-mm. to. That was that was a tough one to get. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Then eight, you got the uh, J tips. Uh, Sockany Grid Azuras. Yeah, and they were fighting on those. Like, how yeah, are those I'm not like, on here? I well, I will say I think they deserve to be on there because that's probably one of the most like unique Sockanies I've seen in quite a long time. Mm-hmm. Now, don't hold me on that because I'm not big on Sockany. Yeah, me either. I mean, heck, truth be told, I didn't see my first Sockany until I went to Japan. I never saw them out. Oh, no. Sakani was the wave, or as we called them on the East Coast back then, oh, Sakonis. Yeah. We had them. Uh, it was like my seventh grade year, man. It was Everybody was wearing Sakonis. And, I mean, it won't the no high-end shit like that. It was like the regular ass. It looked like a, a New Balance 574, basically, but it was a, a Sakani. And what was it? The Sakani Jazz. The Sockany Jazz and the Sockany Shadows. That was like what everybody was wearing in seventh grade. So, I mean, I, that that was when I first saw like what, because I didn't know anything about them until then. Then you got number seven, the uh, the Zoom Vomero Dornbeckers. That but one, the, so. Those, those were kind of interesting. So, yo, well, uh, I'm going to say this. Um, I wasn't really hating on the Vomero, I was more so just confused. Like, so what is the height? Because, like, you just look at the shoe, it's like, just like it, a regular yeah. shoe. Yeah. 
let me tell you, as soon as I put a pair on my feet, I understood instantly because that is the most comfortable. And yeah, I'll stand on this. This is the most comfortable Nike shoe I've ever worn. I ain't never tried them on yet. I'm going to have to check it out. But uh, yeah, that one definitely deserves to be on. Yeah, I I, I would. Yeah. I would. Get it, it may not be for everybody, but it deserves to be on. I thought it was cool looking, but I'm like, oh, yeah. it's something that I would wear. I don't know, but it's uh, honestly, well, other than um, like, just to kind of get off track a bit, other than the Dornbecker fours, like, would you wear any of the other Dornbecker shoes? Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm just asking. Yeah. I, I There's mean, a couple I like. But... I had the um the Dornbecker phones mm-hmm. at one time. Um, I do like the Dornbecker sixes. The Dornbecker 7s are cool. Uh, the Dornbecker 8s was kind of dope. Like, it's a few Dornbeckers that I would wear. Yeah, oh, it's okay. a few of them. Then you got number 6, the Action Bronson New Balance 990 V6s. Those were... Yeah, those deserve to be on there. Nah. I mean, hey, look, regardless how you feel about New Balance. Nah, I just don't like the shoe. Well, no, nah, like, and I was getting to that, too. Yeah, like, yeah, it, it does deserve one. to be on there. Uh, the baklavas, yeah, yeah, like they—they they deserve to be on. Nah. It's not for everyone. I will say that. Number five, the Tiffany Air Force Ones. No, super underwhelming. No, super underwhelming. I get it. It's it's a black Air Force One, but bro, like the fact that it cost four hundred dollars blew me. I well, not like, just that. <laughs> I can think of at least three to five shoes that were better than. That plain ass shit for four hundred. Oh, yeah, God. so I'm like, no. Like, if you would have put it lower on the list, okay, maybe I could get my. Maybe number nine or ten. Yeah, but I would take the Yoritos dunks over those. Exactly. Any day. One hundred percent. Any day of the week. One hundred percent. Next yeah. up, uh, number four, Travis Scott Olive. So. And I do actually have to address this. I was going to address it uh, when we recorded the panel, but I forgot that came out this year. So I actually forgot to put it on the voting bracket. <laughs> this guy, but no, nah, because it's like, bro, like I was literally scrolling through every shoe. And for some odd reason, those just were not popping up for this year. Or it's like I bypass and totally forget. But also, it was because it was a women's exclusive, technically. It was, yeah. So that's probably why they weren't popping up. No, to say, I mean, I I own a pair. Yeah. And I I like it. Oh, yeah, they're solid. I like like it. So I'm actually going to have to ask all the guests, like, do they want to insert anywhere? (laughs) Because, yeah, I do apologize for that. (laughs) Now, those, like, I thought it was funny how, uh, how uh jim jones and yachty was like oh man that's like a lady shoe i'd be seeing the ladies wear them it's like well it kind of was a women exclusive exactly i'm like if you wear anything bigger than like i think a size what i think wait no like 12 or 13 i think that's the biggest in women's yeah. they came in was a 13 i don't mm-hmm. think it, something like that i think it was a 13 yeah but that's a solid shoe i like it yeah, I I I can agree with them. Mm-hmm. The number three, you had the Cortese uh, Air Max ninety fives. 
I didn't even know about that at all. I had seen them. <laughs> I had seen them. It's just like I don't really get it more so i mean i like air max 95s so i mean they cool it, it's not I'm the like, model eh. it's just the fact though so like what's so special about this colorway that's what i don't know and i i apologize maybe there's more to it but i mean they there is like four different colors yeah but so, they only out they put the black and pink one on there. i was just like eh, okay and then number two the jordan three reimagine i mean i i'm not mad at that one I'm not, but it's like I always tell you, we've technically seen that color. Bruh, it doesn't matter. It does. Some though. some shoes, man, it's just, it's it's transcends. I guess, but Jordan threes are one of them. No, nah, and I don't knock that, but the problem is any OG colorway. So let, so let me ask you one. this: If Concords came out every single year. And that just so happened to be the best shoe out of the year. Are we going to keep placing that as sneaker of the year? Yeah. That's crazy. Nah, I'm joking, dog. Chill. Nah, man. Like, nah, you were lightweight serious. No, I mean, it, it, won't, it, won't, it won't be the best every year, but it'll be but, in the top 10. But how could you really put it there if you've seen it so many times? Like, nothing's changing. Well, this year, like it was the reimagine, I only give a passport because that's all new material. What? Come on, dog. What? The gratitude concords is not like the original either, and that's why I give it a pass for those two. Them motherfuckers ain't even on the list at all. Uh, so it's like, bro. <laughs> oh, I would have put the gratitude before I put the reimagined threes. I'm gonna keep it a buck with you. I was mad as fuck. I'm like, what you? But mean? were you really surprised though? Because think about it, the gratitudes came out so late. This uh, list is probably done. Like, yeah, this shit has probably been. Yeah, yeah, it's I don't probably think, been done. Yeah, I like, don't. I don't think any of these shoes came out like within the last two months. Uh, well, majority, I sh we should say. I, not any of the ones in the top. True, true. It's just like all of these, the Travis Scott Olives, the Tiffany Dun uh, Air Force Ones, they all came out like earlier this year, like in the spring. Yeah. So I'm just like all of this stuff. Then, uh, you know, number one, of course, you know, mm -hmm. you got the the Jordan SB4s, which I'm not mad at because that was that was my one. Oh, yeah. I don't, I don't knock it, honestly. My 1A, of course, was the Gratitude Concords, and my 1B was the was the SB4. So I was like, if it ain't going to be this, it's going to be this. So I'm not mad at that one being number yeah, one. Yeah, I'm... I don't know, man. It, it's just like, I look at that list, and I'm like, who made this? Like, I just genuinely don't know. And apparently he said, like, uh, Brendan Dunn helped with it in... Like a full size run guys helped mm. with it, which mm. as soon as I heard that, I'm like, I'm not surprised anymore. <laughs> I mean, yeah, because they don't really, none of them cats on full size run even like fuck with Jordans like that. Yeah, that's just like they're all most of them guys are like into runners and stuff with like yeah. lifestyle shit. And I'm like, they ain't, they ain't in no, yeah, but I, I don't know, man. Like, so let me ask you, regarding just the panel itself, how did you feel about it? Like, anything you liked about it? Anything you think could have been better? 
shit, everything could have been better. Well, of course, but I'm like, dude, it was like you said, it was super unorganized, and it's like nobody knew. And it's just like then you got like Clark Kent, like base he he basically tried to argue like every shoe on the list. I mean, that's it, just what he does. It is just bro. like, bro, like come on, man. Exactly. It's just like, bro, shut up. Like, it's God, just like dang. Man, he was like talking about trash. Nigga talking about some where the Union Jordan ones at. I'm like, man, those things were terrible. I'm like, yeah, that I'm custom like, that on, somebody dog. made into a low is way better. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not. I wasn't a big fan of the Union ones. Yeah, I did I. not like that. I don't like that flood skate. That's the problem. Like it just it looks funny. Doing that weave. Thing. Yeah. yeah, I wasn't a fan. But of that uh, at all. not like my only problem, other than like like we both agreed on, it was just super unorganized. Like, bro, like I don't want to see Clark Kent on there next year. I don't want to see Jim Jones on there ever again. You know? <laughs> Lil Yachty, like. Let him take at least one or two off, bro. Like I don't mind him because he's probably one of the more legit like sneakerheads for my era on there. Yeah. Uh, and then oh, oh girl, like it, it was a shame that she lost her voice like literally the day before, so we didn't really get to hear too much from her. But right. I, I definitely would bring her back just because I want to see like what she has to say. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But I would honestly say though, like, bro. You can't have the same guests on there no more than like three times in a row, bro. Was he with it? Was they all on it last year? Yes. Same same lineup. Uh, I don't think old girl was on there last year. I could be wrong because I don't fully remember. Because I don't. But the other three, yeah, they were all on there last year. I don't. I don't watch none of their shit like that. So I'm yeah. like, I wouldn't. Really, but they, they. I only do it for the sake of content. Now <laughs> I just go look up what the list. Well, it's like, bro. It, I don't watch it. it. It sucks for me because, like, sadly, I have to watch it because. I treat it like studying, like, okay, like, what are they doing that I could maybe implement into, you know, the sneaker of the year panel? Man, fuck out of here, bro. Complex sneaker of the year panel is some cobbled together, thrown together shit. The only well, thing, the only thing about it that's well, cool I'm is, not, the, is the production. And sneaker. that's what I'm saying. That's, that's the only it. thing I look at. That is Other the than only that, thing I'm I look kind of like, bro, like. Because I, I say this all the time, like, out of everybody at Complex, Joe Poon was probably the one dude I actually liked. Other mm. than that, everybody else I didn't care less about. Mm. Uh, like that nigga this year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, like, honestly, though, it, it was really disappointing because it's like, Bro, you have all that money behind you. Even though you are trying to sell the company, you have all that money behind you. Right. And you put that out. It's disappointing. So, I got, hey, like I said in the last episode, uh, I'm still standing on business. <laughs> uh, it's, look, sneak this. Just the internet as a whole, myself, complex, and sneaker fetish <laughs> for sneaker of the years panels. Sneaker fetish has not done his yet, but he's talking about doing one. I am curious to see him put one together. I am curious, and I will definitely watch it. 
boy I, it might be it might be a good good some good comedy value but there. but here's the problem though when you're getting people for these and here's where i will say sneak this why i will say they do it the best because it's majority of the time it's the same people mm -hmm. but they've never changed it they found what worked for them and stuck with it right on top of that they're not relying on star power the same way that I try not to rely on star power. I want to get people that actually know what they're talking about. Like that are actually in trenches trying to get these shoes. Right. Because I can't take you serious if you can literally like what we already said, he dropped 16,000 to get both terror squad. It's hard for me to take you serious when it's like, I want that shoe. How much? 35K? Here you go. I can't take you serious at that point. Uh, it was like, bro, you can get whatever you want. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but Yeah, complex. Do better. <laughs> <laughs> or better yet, watch mine. I'll show you. <laughs> Do better. <laughs> watch mine. I'll show you. Shit. What else are we talking about? Uh, what you thinking about this uh, end of the year UFC card? So uh, today was actually my first time looking at it in full. Uh, I actually like it. Like yeah. it's a lot of key fights. But, so yeah. I'll put it to you like this. For us that aren't casuals, it's actually a good card because we actually know everybody that's fighting. Oh no! It, and these yeah. are a lot of key matches. Oh, for like, sure. Uh, let me let me pull it up. I'm looking at it right now. Yeah, I gotta pull it up too because I'm like totally yeah. spacing out on names. We got so, Leon Edwards and Kobe Covington for the build. God, I hope Kobe gets slept and I hope he retires right after. That nigga ain't retiring. Yeah. Oh, there's been some rumors he's considering it. Really? Yeah. Why? I don't know. He ain't getting no fights. Uh, that might be the case, but hey, hey look, who knows, man? That CTE that uh, has me the whole game. Hey, he bought that on himself. Oh yeah, man! You can't talk about a dude's family and expect not to get hands put on you, bro. Like he got this uh, uh, Alexandre Pantoja. Yeah. I don't uh, even know who Brandon Royval is. So oh, I know. Yeah. I believe he uh, still fights out of Colorado. Uh, uh -huh. Yeah, same camp as, uh, like, Gaethje and them. Oh, does he? I believe he does, unless I'm thinking about somebody else. So I could be wrong. But, now nah, I've watched him fight a few times. I like him. No, oh, I... Yeah, he's he, he nice. But uh, Pantoja beast. So. Yeah, Pantoja nasty. Yeah, yeah so I, that's going to be Pantoja. an interesting one. Uh, Rachmanov and Steven Thompson. <sighs> uh, I mean, I like Steven yeah, Thompson. Yeah, I do so. too. He's one of my all-time favorite fighters. Uh, he, but he, he getting up. Yeah. yeah. It's, it should be a fun fight. Yeah. I will always say, even if he's losing, he's always going to make it a fun fight. Right, right, right. Yeah, so. <laughs> then you get... Tony Ferguson and Patty Pimblett. That's the one. This is the make or break for Tony. If Tony loses, if Tony loses done. this, especially in spectacular fashion, like it's a wrap, bro. But here's the thing. Let though. it let it go. Patty Pimblett or um Austin's twin, I like to call it. <laughs> I don't think Patty Pimblett is gonna I honestly I think Tony Ferguson 
I think he'll win just because, like, I, Patty Pimblett is, to me, he's really not that good. I'm just like, it's like he's, it's he's, Bro. it's like he's decent, but yeah. he's not that good. Exactly. Like they're yeah. like talking, oh, this guy's a future champion, and it's like, bro, where? Exactly. Like yeah, it's like <laughs> I've heard that millions of times, and it's like you said, huh? <laughs> uh, I don't know, man. It's like if he gets, uh, if Patty wins, it's like it's not gonna be like all out dominance. Like no, no, no. Or no, if no. it is that, it's just because like Tony's. If if like, he if he finishes Tony, then I think Tony should retire. Yeah, you know I'm honestly like, I think if Tony loses, he should retire. Period. I'm sorry, bro. Like it's it might be time, bro. Then the last one on the main, you uh, got Vicente Luque and Ian Gary. That's, so that's gonna be a good yeah. One. The Ian Gary situation is so he, he's another one that got a lot of hype behind him. But it, I hate that it, everybody's dragging him with this whole situation. About what? Uh, him uh, living with his wife and her ex-husband. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. You say, hold on. You ever heard about that? No. Her ex-husband lives with them? Apparently. Oh, hell and no. Apparently she wrote a book on how to be a wag. Yeah, so he just, uh, yeah, he he going through right now. The disrespect? Hell no! Mm, crazy. Hell no! It's crazy out here, buddy. It's crazy. Whatever, nigga. That, yeah. man, life ain't that crazy that I would ever consider doing some oh, shit yeah. like that. Hey, the internet you is going me after him all the way. Fuck. Uh, dropping down to preliminary. Um, Josh Emmett, Bryce Mitchell. That's gonna be good. Yeah, yeah. Who are you taking? I know that's a tough one. I'm like, I partially want to go with Emmett, but yeah, I'm I, like Emmett, maybe. I mean, Bryce Mitchell though. He's like, nice. Yeah, Bryce Mitchell's a beast, but I don't know if exactly. Emmett catch him with a clean one that could exactly. be exactly. Uh, next up, uh, one of my other favorite fighters, uh, Irene Aldana, uh, Carol Rosa. Uh, I just hope uh, Aldana has recovered. Because that ass whooping, bro. From so let me let me say <laughs> something about this because she got her ass, bro. I was hyping her up so much to yeah, some you, of my you, homies, you were, you bro. Were, it were, like here's the funny were. thing, like we were all in the uh, Xbox chat watching that fight together, and they're like, bro, like what is wrong? Like is she scared? I'm like, here's the funny thing about it. She's probably the only woman in that division that can really go blow for blow with Amanda. <laughs> Stop it. One of them, at least. Stop it. One of them. Because she caught her once, and, like, it actually made Amanda stumble. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> she just... Her attack, her point of attack is just so one-dimensional. Exactly. It's like all she really knows how to do is box. Exactly. So Amanda's coming at her with kicks. And, and the problem is, too, else. It, Aldana is one of those fighters, like, I'll take some just to give some. It's like, you can't always do that. But see, Aldana's stance, because she is pre uh, predominantly yeah. a boxer, she fights, and she's tall, mm -hmm. and she fights tall. So it's like that's 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 just the open open season for Amanda. Right. And she she kicked her ass. I was so disappointed. Oh, I'm like, man. bro, I know you can at least go with her. She I got she got gunshot. 
she yeah. got she got gunshot for sure. So I'm definitely hoping she's recovering. Um, next up, Cody Garbrandt, Brian Kelleher. Oh man, I don't even I don't think I've seen too much of Brian, but Cody Cody is in a rough spot. Exactly. This is kind of a negative break. Yeah, because I think if he lose this one, it's gonna be a wrap for him too. Yeah, because let's be real here. When if he, he don't, try if, to he, drop... if he don't retire, it's like he'll 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 end up getting cut if he yeah. loses again. Because when he tried to drop down the flyweight, I really thought that was gonna be the resurgence. I didn't. Really? No. Explain. He was already getting knocked out at thirty five. He's going to cut more weight. He's just going to get knocked out even easier. And that's exactly what happened. <laughs> it's just like, dude, like, no. If anything, he probably should have went up to 45. Yeah. It's like, you went down a weight class? Like, come on, dog. But he said he could make the weight easy. So, I mean, I don't know how taxed he was from the cut, but, I mean, he did not look uh, good at that fight. <laughs> well, the problem is, though, he needs to stop trying to get wars bro because it's like well i mean he's got away from his himself yeah because when he beat dominic cruz the way he fought against dominic cruz he never looked like that again exactly like his movement and how slick he was and well, able he, to counter punch like he he, I, he I kinda, stopped doing that i kind of said like it almost looked like he kind of took somewhat of Dominic's game and just used it against him. Well, Dominic, he he did, but he used that to get to Dominic. Exactly. The, so basically, once he became champion, he got away from what got him to the dance. Mm -hmm. And he started just going out there, just trying to knock motherfuckers out. Yeah. It didn't work on TJ, it, and it didn't it, work it on nobody else either. It's the typical wrestler curse. As soon as they give somebody the hands or knock somebody out, all of a sudden they think they can bang with anybody. Nah, Cody came into the UFC banging. Pause. But he, <laughs> he 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 came he came into the UFC with his hands because oh, yeah. he was a boxer. Oh yeah, like he could wrestle, yes, but his primary weapon was his boxing because he was fast, well, problem explosive. Is, I saw though like, he was knocking everyone out when he fought Rob Font though. Like, right, he should have got to the wrestling a lot earlier in that fight. Yeah, because Rob Font, I did not know how. Crispy Rob Font's hands were. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, Rob Font. Rob yeah, Font. Like nice. Uh, moving on, though. Uh, Casey O'Neill, Arian Lipsky. That's my girl right there. Oh, yeah. I like her. Yeah, Lipsky. Yeah, she, yeah. she's. I like her. I say she's good. <sighs> yeah. So I think it's fair to say we both know her. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Early prelims Alonzo uh, uh Dustin Jacoby. I can't speak on Dustin Jacoby. I ain't seen none. Yeah, I have seen Alonzo, so I'm gonna go with him. Uh, yeah, I've seen Alonzo. Flyweight fight after that. I'm gonna butcher this name. I'm not gonna lie to you. Tagir Olubikov uh, versus Cody Durden. I don't even know who either one of them is. Yeah. Yeah, that's a toss-up. Uh, next up, Andre Feely, uh, Lucas Almeida. 
I know Andre. I yeah. don't, don't know the other I've guy. seen Alameda once or twice. I've seen Thomas Almeida, but not him. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. A heavyweight fight. Martin Boudet, uh, Shamil uh, Gazeev. Don't know any either one of them. Yep. And then uh, Randy Brown, Muslim Salikov. I mean, Randy Brown. I know, I know about Randy. Yeah. I don't know the other guy. Uh, the card does stack up. Do you think so? I think it does. I think it does. <sighs> just, just as a fight fan, I think it stacks up. The now, end of the year card is always got it a bunch should of crazy. It shit on should it. have had at least one women's title match. Who would it have been though? <sighs> I don't really see why they couldn't have done uh, bantamweight since uh, Amanda retired. Yeah, but who's the number one uh, contenders? Pa- uh, Raquel Pennington, I believe, and because they announced it for later, uh, mm-hmm. Raquel Pennington and their—I forget who else—or heck, you could have even done. Could you have done strawweight? Who's the who is the champ at one fifteen right now? It's gotta be Wei Lee, right? Yeah, it is. Yeah, Wei Lee. Okay, yeah, I was about to say I know she got the belt. Because she won her last one. Yeah. But she fought and this was in what, August? She fought against um uh I wanna say her first name is Amanda. Uh her last name is like Lemos. Something she's oh yeah 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 Mm -hmm. she she beat her ass oh yeah that was bad total outclass that was bad that was a bad that was a bad yeah but I I I mean Uh, she could afford again I mean she didn't get hurt yeah but it's all does do they have an opponent for her yeah that I don't I couldn't tell so it's like. I kind of, I kind of get where you're coming from. With does it really stack up? I mean, I you think... talking about the, the you had the big joint back in what was it, 2011, mm. with Brock and Alistair, and you had these mm-hmm. big big fights, and I'm just like, man, this, you had the one card a few years ago. They had like three title fights on yeah. it, three or four title fights on the card. I mean, like it was the yeah. end of the year card is usually like the biggest one. Or they try to get all of the crazy shit on at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. Oh no, I mean, I, I don't think they have. I think really though, ready. it's the main event that really makes you sit there like, do I really want to watch this? Because truth be told, that main event is like, I think we're all just we want Kobe to get slapped. <laughs> Honestly, I think a lot of people want him to win. I mean, because you had a lot of people talking like, hey, if if Usman wasn't the champ, then Kobe would be the champ. Yeah, but let's be real here. We know what people want him to win. <laughs> what do you mean? What do you mean, what do I mean? You know what I mean. What, are you talking about the white folk? <laughs> yes. Well, the, the certain type of white folks. Or Trumpers. Because, now, honestly... My hot take with Kobe Covington is that whole Trump stuff, he really don't care. It's just, it's an angle and he's using it. It's a wrestling trick, which he learned when he was in professional wrestling for a quick second. 
time. Oh, I mean, he, we all know that it, that all of that shit's just an act. I mean, exactly. everybody knew. But but the funny but, thing is, I mean, though, I'm like, I don't get like how he be like just straight up destroying people in these press conferences. I don't get why nobody do they homework on him because I could demolish him in like ten seconds. I, I mean, yeah, <laughs> it's like, bro, like. What they, are you they, gonna... they ain't coming in there to do all of that. Yeah, but the thing is, I'm just like, hey, well, you really want to sell a fight? I'm going to just tell you about yourself. It's like, bro, you had to go to pro wrestling to learn how to cut a promo before you got cut from the UFC. So what are you going to tell me? <laughs> I mean, all you had to do was watch Chael Sonnen. Exactly. Chael Sonnen, is the, he's the originator. Exactly. Chael Sonnen talked all the shit. Mm-hmm. Hey, hey, look, man, but you know, truth be told, though, if Kobe Covington just did not talk as much as he did, I'd actually like the guy because I think he's a good fighter. I think well, Kobe Covington got better. Oh, yeah. But but it's like it's just the fact that you just be yapping and yapping. I'm like, bro, like, because I it, want you to get slept so bad. It is unbelievable. He yaps because it's entertaining. Exactly. Like people like that shit. Exactly. They like the shit talk. Why do you think the Diaz brothers are so famous? Because they talk a lot of mm-hmm. shit. But I mean, they back it up. But they exactly. talk a lot exactly. of shit. Exactly. They was. Sonnen was popular. Yep. It's just like him being the bad guy was like. People like that shit. Mm-hmm. And it's like, chill, chill. And he almost backed it up, too. Chill, chill would tell people to, like, not make him look nice. Oh, yeah. Because he didn't want to be, oh, yeah. he wanted to be he a bad found guy. a persona, and he ran with it. Because, I mean, you saw him, like, <laughs> on The Ultimate Fighter, you know, it was like, yep. he, he, he looked human. Oh, yeah. And he was just like, he didn't want people to see that side of him mm-hmm. because they liked the, the bad guy. Role. Oh yeah, and the crazy part is, I still tell people, if he did not get caught in that triangle, he was gonna beat Silver. Oh, yeah, like, it was a wrap, bro. Yeah. Like that yeah. last ditch effort, <laughs> just like the John Jones fight. Oh yeah, because you and John broke his toe. Mm-hmm. So if he would have lasted that round, he would have been the champ. Oh yeah, because John wouldn't have been able to continue fighting with his toe like that. Oh, yeah. So he would have won. He would have won the title. Well, like he was right there. Yeah, exactly. Like, uh, just, yeah, so. but no, I mean, uh, overall, it's like I'm still excited for the car. Man. Oh, I am too. I'm. Yeah. I'm. I'm. I want to see because honestly, I want to see how Leon deals with Kobe's pressure. Because mm-hmm. Kobe, Kobe, you know, he ain't no bitch. I mean, he oh, can, yeah. he can take a shot. Oh yeah, we've seen it. You know, he got hit by Usman a lot, oh, and yeah. he still went the whole fire. And now he's just that, bro. He, he got dropped by Masby, though, and still stayed up. Yeah, like he still went the whole fire. Oh yeah. So Leon was tired in the Usman fight. So I'm like, Kobe pressures a lot more than Usman. So can you handle that? Yeah, I mean his wrestling and his grappling has improved over the oh, years, yeah. but I don't know, man. Yeah, Kobe, probably Kobe's Kobe, a different animal. Yeah, he's a different type of dude with that with that pressure. And I mean, realistically, the only reason why, like, I think the fight with Usman and Kobe was so entertaining, both of them, was because the wrestling canceled each exactly. other out. So they, it was all they had who strike. got the best hands, right? They had to strike. Yep. So I mean, Kobe's hands have gotten better. Oh yeah, but hey, I mean, he still got pillow hands. No, he ain't. I mean, he ain't knocking nobody out. Mm-hmm. But I mean, he's he he 
he takes the Diaz approach. He, oh, yeah. Volume. Yeah, exactly. He throws a lot of volume, a lot of punches. Oh, yeah. They may not be hard enough to knock you out, but they still hit you. Exactly. So, he's I mean, scoring it, points. he's able to, to kind of, you know, create a diversion with mm-hmm. that, and then he gets you on your ass, and then that's it. Oh, 100%. So, I mean, if he's able to do that with Leon, I don't know. Leon might lose. Oh, yeah. I mean, he, I don't know. I don't see him submitting Kobe. Oh, oh so I mean, if Kobe's able to take him down, I mean, hey, that, hey look, you're probably gonna throw that last bitch head kick again. <laughs> uh, the tape is out on that one. Oh yeah, but I mean, Leon is like long and lanky, and you know he's got good reach. Yeah. So I mean, he's really able to. The one it. thing that Leon is gonna have to take advantage of is. To be the champ, you have to beat the champ. So he has to make sure he does not get knocked out, tapped out, or just pure dominated. Pause. <laughs> but yeah, that's true. But I mean, if he he Kobe can outpoint him exactly with the wrestling exactly. So but that I goes mean, into the being dominated. Pause part. <laughs> I, I, I guess. Yeah. So, hey, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Yeah. And oh, oh, so you know, let, let's talk about that clip real quick. I was just watching. So, who you taking? Prime Harden or Prime Lillard? Damn. Uh, it's a tough one. It actually is a tough one. That is rough. Because it's like. Both do it, something. It depends on what, you, what need. you need. Yeah. If you need a facilitator, James Harden. Oh yeah, but if you need scoring, I mean, they're pretty, they both do that too. I, though, I you, you know? know what I think kind of settles it. Who's the better all around on both sides of the ball? Technically, it's Lillard. Yeah. Yeah, so that's where I have to look at it. Lillard does at least attempt to play defense. Exactly. But also... Prime Prime James Harden did not play defense. Exactly. Like, at all. I'm going to go get this 40. Right. So I'm (laughs) like... And maybe, like, a few dimes here and there if they're there. A few? What do you mean, a few? I know, that's a... He he was averaging double-digit assists, man. Harden, I'm sorry, man. I'm I'm going to go get these 10 dimes. Harden was like a, a... I mean, he had quite a few triple doubles. Exactly. Dame ain't got triple doubles like that. That is very true. So I mean, yeah, I, I apologize, Harden. I'm sorry. I, I that's that's tough. I mean, honestly, it I, is. But also, this is where I say, like, when when you know you you had that discussion with your boys about oh, uh, build your dream team. It's like everybody's gonna look for something different. Like, for example, when I'm building my team. It is heavily, I need you to play both sides of the ball. You don't have to be the greatest at it. I'm going to add people that are very well known for that. But I need everybody to at least try to play both sides of the ball. If I had a dream team, my dream team, most of my players is retired. Oh, yeah, but I mean, that don't matter. I mean, if I had to use today's players, then it'd be a little different. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, but it's, it's a tough one. That's tough. I think I'm going to take uh, Prime Dame. I, I would probably side with Dame. Yeah, and that's not even a knock Harden. It's just Prime Harden was good. But exactly. Prime, Prime Harden is like didn't you didn't play no D. Right, you didn't know, you didn't know what you were going to get, especially in the playoffs. 
Like Dame would show up in the playoffs. Harden, not so much. I mean, they, they there should be no reason that James Harden does not have a championship right now. Okay, well, we're gonna when, try to get him one. I mean, when they when they blew that that was it that three one lead with Houston, or he was in Houston when they blew that three one lead well, the to problem, the, with the Clippers. I think it was. No, 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 no. That wasn't us. Uh, OKC when Chris Paul got hurt. That was the one time. No, 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 no. They were playing against. What? It was the Clippers. It had to be OKC. No. Because remember, Josh Smith. Not OKC. Josh Smith was was killing. Oh, (laughs) Josh Smith was killing. I remember. I'm pretty sure it was the Clippers. Mm hmm. And then, um, who was it? They. No, then the Clippers and came out. back the next year, and then they blew the three-one lead yeah. to Houston <laughs> because Josh Smith was back on was on Houston, mm-hmm. and then him and Corey Brewer went nuts, and then uh, the Clippers lost. I would honestly argue because that though, was actually before Chris Paul came. I would honestly argue though the time he had Chris Paul was the yeah like that was it like. Oh, the, with the, with the Warriors, that. yeah, yeah. they, they should have beat the Warriors. Chris Paul doesn't get hurt; they would have won. They should have still won. Yeah, but yeah, like you said, it's time for him uh, to show yeah, up. Harden. Sadly, I mean, look at what he did in Philly. Oh yeah, that was some bullshit last year. Oh yeah, the games Embiid didn't play, he was like mm. forty. Then Embiid played, he dropped what like nine in one game. I'm yeah. like, come on, dog, like. Nah, like you can't be doing that. I ain't never seen Dame have a single point game in the playoffs. You're 100% right, though. You you can't be having a single point games. You Not can't in the playoffs. That. I, that, that, nah, you gotta, <laughs> if, you, if you're supposed to be a superstar, you got to show up in the oh, playoffs. And, and, you know, speaking of superstars, man, you ever think we're going to see Bradley Beal finally play with the Suns? Bruh, I don't know. Because somebody tweeted, you know, it's amazing. Kelly Oubre literally got hit by a car and still came back before Bradley Beal. I'm like, yo. I mean, I, I don't not feel too bad. Yeah, exactly. Because back injuries are tricky. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you, you, if you yeah. don't rehab correctly, like, yeah, you you're back to yeah, square one. It don't, yeah. So <laughs> I'd, I'd rather see him yeah. do, it, do it right and come back the right way. Because I'm like, if he don't and he half-ass it, then he just going to be out again. Exactly. I was talking about it with my boss. They're they're aiming uh, for, like, mid-January, he was saying. Oh, okay. So, hopefully, hopefully. Because I said, like, I can't gauge them until I see him in the lineup. Like, yeah. It's too hard to gauge a team when it's like they're not at full strength. Because even, uh, like I told you, I was glad we finally beat Denver because they had just gotten Jamal Murray back. It's like okay, we're finally playing them at full strength. So with Phoenix, it's tough because they don't like. I don't know, man. They don't. They need. They need a real point guard. Mm-hmm. This whole Devin Booker running the point shit is like, come on, dog. Yeah, because you're taking away like a key part of his game. It's not even that they're taking away a key part of his game. It's just he turns the ball over so fucking much. He just he's he's he can playmate, but he's not mm-hmm. a playmaker by yeah. He's not a premier playmaker, you know. But that's not his game. Yeah. 
So it's you're trying to make him into something that he's not. And he's out here turning the ball over. And it's, mm-hmm. Come on, man. It's killing them. Mm-hmm. That's what's killing them in a lot of the games is they turn the ball over so yeah, much. Because it's like, uh, bro, like. They need a, they, they should have, as much as I hate to say it, they probably should have never got rid of Chris Paul. Yeah. He may not have given them the production that they, but I mean, you got Kevin Durant. Exactly. You don't, so you that don't, you don't need him to do that. Yeah, nothing. that offense you're lagging with Chris Paul, Kevin Durant can literally like He can double that. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it's Kevin Durant. Like, I will say, you can tell ever since that Achilles uh, tear, Kevin Durant has somewhat lost a step, but it's like, it's Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant is always going to be Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant is not as. I would say he's not quite as explosive as he used to be. But if you look at the game he plays, he still plays his game. Uh, His shooting is still sharp. He can still handle the ball. I mean, the only thing, you you could say that he slowed down just a tad bit. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, I don't think it's because of that. I think it's because of just age. I mean, Kevin, oh, yeah. Kevin Durant's, you know, what, 30, what is he, 34? Yeah. You know, he was like age as well, but I trust And Achilles, like, that's gonna make you lose a step. Well, the reason that it didn't affect him so much is because his Achilles tear was, was not on his jumping leg. Mm, okay. So he doesn't really have, that's why he can, when he gets to the rim, he still can dunk and everything because he, his, his, his power leg for jumping is not the leg that he oh, tore okay. on. Now, if you tear it in your jumping leg, oh yeah, you're definitely, you definitely ain't going to. Because you look at John Wall. John Wall didn't really look like he had lost too much of a step. He could still run the floor and do his thing, and he still, still could hate jump. How we did him, bro? I don't know why y'all didn't keep him. Uh, honestly, it's not like he played a lot. I think it was more so like uh, they saw a chance to get Eric Gordon and add more offense, and they took it. But I just don't like we sent him back to Houston. I'm like, bro, like <laughs> that was kind of dirty. <laughs> yeah, but hey, it's business at the end of the day. Phoenix could have picked him up. Exactly. Which there was a lot of talk too. Like Bradley Bill was actually trying to get them to pick him up. Oh, what? Yeah, uh, they should have. Yeah, he probably would have been I mean, a decent, hey. a decent backup point. Yeah, I mean, for did somebody. he did he officially retire? Or? I don't think so. I was about to say they still can. I mean, options there. They should. They need. Oh yeah. They need. They need a a, a point guard it's like true. a real one. It's true. Be told, bro. Like, if I was them, I'd go on ahead and pick up John Wall. That way. You put Booker at the two. And, I mean, you could run Beal at the three and then slide Durant to the four. It it would be weird, but you could do it. Other way around. Oh, you'd swap uh, Beal I would, I would put Booker. Booker at the three. Okay. I'd have, I'd have Book because Booker's taller. So I would that have, makes more sense. I would have Booker on the wing. Yeah, that makes more sense. Okay. And then I would put Beal at the two. Yeah. And then KD at the four. Okay. 
Yeah, I like I like that. I like that. Yeah, I mean, KD, I like KD been shit. He been the one man wrecking crew. Like has all, to be. all season. Has to be. That man's the only thing that's keeping them numbers. alive. Like I mean, K- KD still KD. Yeah. Oh, and I told you, I had a rant to go on. Every, the the internet killing PJ Tucker. Why? Because uh, I guess his last nine games, it's either he did not play in three or it's been zero minutes. Like no recorded stats. But I'm like, or no reported stats. And it's like, bro, like, to be fair, that's kind of just P.J. Tucker, bro. Like, But here's the thing I, I say. Let me ask you. What makes you decide if you were going to talk hoops with somebody? What do you mean? Like, how do you gauge how much of basketball talk you're going to get into with somebody? Well, I mean, we'll just start off with basic shit, and then, and then as, as it progresses, yeah, we'll I'll start asking more challenging questions. Okay, yeah. So how I gauge it is how you talk about certain role players. That's what shows me: do you actually watch or not? So, for oh, example, yes. when people say, "Oh." All Patrick Beverly be doing is just running around. I'm like, that's already like red flag. Like, I mean, what he do? But here's but the thing, is, though. Like, Patrick Beverly is one of those guys where it's like what he does for a team is not something that shows up on a stat sheet. And that's what I'm it's, getting it, to. And P.J. Tucker is the same way. It, if so you're it, just solely you know, looking for stats. Those guys don't give you stats. Exactly. They, they give you the intangibles. Exactly. Especially on the defensive end. For one. A stat that is not recorded, but honestly should be. How many pressures when somebody's shooting? Because it's actually a critical thing. Yeah. Like getting your hand in somebody's face when they're trying to take a shot. That's a critical thing. Mm, how, How many shots do you contest? Exactly. So I look at it like this. If you're solely just looking for how many points, assists, boards, blocks, steals, Etc. Etc. No, you gotta That's look. At, you gotta look. You gotta watch. Like they, like most people that really watch basketball, they mo- most the casual fan. Yes, they watch the ball. Exactly. People that actually watch the game. Exactly. We watch the action. Exactly. You know, it's it's just we just watch the game different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's all I say. You know, that's what determines for me. Like if I'm gonna really talk hoops with you. Yeah. Because it's like, bro, it's like, like, do you watch the action or the ball? Exactly. You because just watching like, people shoot. Uh, I think even uh, when PJ uh, Tucker was on uh, the Point Forward podcast, like, <laughs> he was saying, like, a lot of dudes will ask, like, how can I get to the next level like you? And he told him, go watch game five or game six, my championship year when I was on the Bucks, and then come back to me. I, I think he said he did not record a stat for an entire quarter. And they he said, now try to keep yourself locked into a game without even touching the ball for an entire quarter. A lot of people couldn't do that. But That's I true. know what my job is. 
He's right. He's his job is to to play pressure defense. Exactly. And then I go into the comments. People are like, so like, what does PJ Tucker like work on in the off season? And you can tell who was a casual and who wasn't because it's like you got to think he works on spot up shooting because that's what he does. Exactly. He's going to get that occasional pass in the corner and have to jack up a shot at any second. Right. Obviously works on his defense rebounding like the dude does work on stuff in the offseason like people just be saying like oh he get paid all that money just to look fresh and just run around the court it's like nah the nigga actually does stuff on the court they usually put they put they usually will put him on like the better players exactly like he's typically guarding the team's best player you know when he was when they play against uh brooklyn oh yeah they had him on KD. Oh yeah, yeah. Or so, even uh, Houston days, like he was guarding the best player yeah. most of the time. So it's like when they they, they was playing with the Warriors. Because I'll tell you what, KD. when we got him in the trade for Harden, I was actually excited because I actually like what he does. Now I still will always stand on this. I don't like we got rid of KJ and uh, Batum. I'm always going to have a disagreement with that, but I'm glad we at least got PJ Tucker as well, like with Harden, because mm-hmm. still to this day, I truly don't want Harden. I truly <laughs> don't. I don't mind having him because when he's on, it's more firepower. But the problem is he hasn't been on like he really should be all the time. Oh yeah, one, and also one, there's not one, enough ball to go around. Pause. I mean, one, he's not in shape. Exactly. And then two, he's still trying to figure out how to how to work. Exactly. You know? Which it's finally coming together. Right. It's like they're looking a lot better. Exactly. Because those first like, even, even that game games, last they, night, like I was horrible. like, okay, I'm liking what I'm seeing. Yeah, they they kind of figured it out. Mm-hmm. You know, James is doing a lot more catch and shoot. Exactly. What, what he, needs, what he to. needs to. So it's like, yeah, yeah, figuring it out. Oh, yeah. But it, it'd be all right. I don't know, man. I, I just get so tired of casual fans, like, trying to talk hoops. And it's like, well, do you really understand, like, what's going on? Like, because no. you saying, like, a cat is just getting paid just to run around just sounds ignorant. Because if that was the case, they definitely would not be in the league. <laughs> Like, let's just keep it a bug for a second. Or it's like, I told somebody one time, like, you can't sit here and give all this praise to Dennis Rodman and hate on somebody else just because they're not recording stats. Because, yes, Dennis Rodman recorded crazy amounts of rebounds. Right. But the problem is, though, was he scoring points all the time? No. He had MJ on his team. Exactly. No. Exactly. So I told him. So how are you going to hate on somebody else for not recording a stat, but they're still playing very good defense, and all this dude did was really get boards. That's all he really did. What's your boy Kawhi? Board man gets paid. Hey, look, man. He was getting boards. He was the board man. But let's be real. You know, crazy uh, fact about Kawhi, did you know he has more steals than fouls ever? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I just found that out recently. I'm like, that is crazy, actually. Yeah, Kawhi and his at his prime, like he'd be ripping oh, cats left. Oh, and, and right. he's on, bro. Yeah, like his, he is the silent assassin. His defense was was up there. Oh yeah. Like 
Because didn't didn't he win defensive player of the year? Yeah. I yes. think he's won it twice, actually. Yeah, I was about to say, I think he got it twice. And a lot of people try to hate it, say, like, oh, well, he's got Tim Duncan behind him when he was on the Spurs. I'm like, no, why like that, bro? Like, nah. when he's on, he's on. Because when Tim Duncan re- retired, like, Kawhi elevated. Oh, yeah. He was like, okay, now I can actually, like, show my shit. Oh, yeah. Because I, I stand by it. I tell everybody that if he wouldn't have got injured in that Warriors series, like, that would have been a tough series for the Warriors. Because Kawhi, they were up, what, like, 20, 30 mm-hmm. when it happened? So, I mean, Kawhi, and Kawhi was the force. So, imagine if he wouldn't have got hurt. How would that have still, turned out? Still mad as Zaza Pachulia. They would have won the game oh, one, at oh least. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you can't shit on him now. Oh, yeah. And now, I mean, is it, I mean, look at his Toronto run. Oh, yeah. A lot of load management. But when he played, he played. Hey, I mean, he cemented his legacy, though. When it was time to show oh, that up, play, he showed that, up. That playoff run, he was on another level. Oh, yeah. He showed up. He was on another level in the That's playoff. why I was like, I don't care what anybody says, load management or not. You can't take away how good that dude is because it's like, bro, he showed you when it was time to show you. Oh, Most yeah. people can't even do it. In that. the playoffs, he elevates. Exactly. Like, he gets better in the playoffs. Because it's like. Literally, uh, you could tell uh, finals, he was gassing out a little bit, but at at the same time, like, he was determined to end it. Like, yeah. He was trying his absolute hardest to end it. So, hey, look. Uh, and then, also, the knock I hate he gets, too, is, like, Chester, like, oh, he don't want to play. I'm like, bro, like, to be fair, last year, was just ignorance on the team's part. Like, how are you going to play him 25 minutes the entire time and then just jump straight to 40? That's stupid. Mm, so I'm you glad... Didn't, you didn't give him a chance to ramp up. Exactly. So I'm glad we're not doing that this year, obviously with the rules and all that now that they implemented, which I still kind of don't agree with it. What do you mean? Well, basically... They want, trying... them, they want them to play. No, I get it, but... They tried to center it on he's the reason, or him and Paul George are. Oh no! It it's like it bro, ain't just them. Exactly. It's a, it's a lot of I'm like, bro. I told somebody that. like, if you want to get technical, everybody load manages. It's just they're just open about it. Well, it ain't that they load manage them niggas is always hurt. Exactly. <laughs> that's true. They can't stay healthy. That's true. But I mean, I think the load management is probably why. Oh, yeah. Because they don't give their body a chance to acclimate. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, he's played uh, so far all 20 games so far. They both have. Yeah. So, so it's I like, mean, they, they, I think, oh, they're looking good, Yeah, too. I think that they're once they find their stride, I think they're, they'll be all right. Oh, yeah. So, we're going to see. We're going to see. I mean, this is really a – this is it. Oh, yeah. Because, I mean, this summer, everybody a free agent. James a free agent. Paul and Kawhi got a uh, they got a player, uh, option. player option, so they and then be. Westbrook took him one year. So yeah, so Westbrook he he's not nah, Westbrook one year. No, I swear it was yeah. one year. Oh, rip! He got a player option. Oh yeah, so. that is right. Yeah, I count those. As one he he got a player option, but he got he signed a two year deal. I count those as one year. <laughs> so I mean, he can date. You know, Harden Harden is done. Like he's a free agent. Oh yeah. Unrestricted. And I doubt we're gonna bring him back. I don't know. I don't I don't I'm not seeing it. They might. But 
if they do, <laughs> it'll be because they either had a deep run this year. Yeah. Or one of the other two gone. Yeah. One Which I doubt it, to be honest, because Kawhi literally gave up everything just to be here. So it's like if he leaves, it's literally either the team just decided, nah, like we're done, or chances are he just wanted to go somewhere else. But I doubt it because he wanted to go to LA. I don't think him or PG are gonna leave. Yeah, I doubt. I it. think that because they both want to be there, so yeah. I I think they will stay. And if they stay, then I think Russ will stay. Oh yeah. Well, so Harden Harden is really gonna be the odd man out. Yeah. Because they gonna he he's still probably gonna be wanting a max deal, and it ain't gonna be too many people oh, yeah. wanting we, to the max deal. Yeah, and we so, definitely ain't giving them one. No, I, y'all we couldn't, couldn't afford, afford it. it. Yeah, <laughs> can't so afford it. yeah, uh-uh. but I don't think Harden is worth a max contract yeah. anymore. Not anymore. Yeah, I'm sorry, he's not. Yeah, not with the way he been playing, he ain't worth a max deal. Like they, nah, you can scrap that. Yeah. So, uh, to wrap this episode up. So, this discussion actually came about because me and uh, some homies were talking about, I don't know if you've heard of the whole Billie Eilish thing. Not the one that we talked about last time, but oh, she just recently came out as bi and all that. And, and she, we already knew that. Exactly. Thank you. Thank you. But the thing she, is, she was she like, gave that vibe off from the beginning. Exactly. But she was like, oh, people just need to leave me alone about it. And my first thought was, who cares? why are people bugging her about it? Because for one, we kind of all knew. Like, right. Let's just be honest it, here. It, it wasn't but on top secret. of that, who cares? But apparently, she lost a whole bunch of followers after coming out. And people were like, oh, you were a role model, da 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 da. And I'm like, people were real soft. I'm like, for one, why are you worshiping a celebrity? Like, I've never understood that, to be honest. But on top of that, um, what made you think she wanted to be a role model? <laughs> so, let me ask you this. Obviously, it's no secret. This newer generation is very soft. Yeah. Well, actually, the world is just very soft now. Yeah. Like you can't say anything without offending somebody. True. Like, so what do you think is the problem? Well, why everybody is soft? Like, where do you think it's starting? Hmm, that's tough. Cause it's been that way for a long time. I mean, I think really it's the the media. You know, everything is wrong. And it's like, you can't do this, you can't do that. Then, I mean, you got to go back to the parents, man. These kids, the way they're being raised, it's like yeah. they're being raised. It definitely starts at home. I will know, say that. The, they don't, kids nowadays, Well, everybody. They don't want to go outside. Well, not in just that. Participation video trophies. Games. Yeah, the participation trophies. I mean, it's, it's like... The it being, being, being good enough is okay. Is is like the standard. Yeah. You know, when I was growing up, it's like they wanted you to be better than that. So, you know, they will push you a little bit yeah. more. 
now parents don't really they don't really push their kids to do anything. Well, they let them do whatever they want. We we talked about it uh in way back when episode. Um, you know, growing up uh as a minority. Yeah. And I, I remember telling you like being black in America is almost like you literally strive just trying to be as great as you possibly can and it, it almost feels like it's never enough. Mm-hmm. Like I could literally sit here and win a Nobel Peace Prize, and it's still not going to be enough. Like I'm probably still not going to get recognition. And that's not just black people. That's just anybody, any minority. Exactly. Like yeah. It's it's never. You're always you're always at an uphill battle. No oh matter yeah. What. But uh, <laughs> it, like the whole like being good enough is just the standard now. Like honestly, I don't really get it because like we always talk about i'm kind of in the middle of both generations even though technically i am a millennial i'm still in that middle between I mean, shit technically i am too but well, I yeah mean, it's but like you're I'm more so good. in the millennial area i'm, I'm era. Like more towards the beginning yeah versus yeah. like i'm literally like the last like year for millennials i mean it, we we you know we grew up in a we grew up in that time before the internet. Yeah. And we were still Versus, in the internet. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So Yeah. We we had we saw a different a different approach to things growing when we were young. But also too, the problem I see is like, why is everybody so worried about what everybody else is doing or saying? Like, bro, like I mean, we always had nosy motherfuckers, man. Even back then, that but is it's, going it's, to. Be it's now. just even. It's just like I told you. So now, nosiness is one of my pet peeves, bro. Like, yeah, like stop worrying about what everybody else. Yeah, is. it's always like, like, like get out their business, man. Or <laughs> it, or it, it's like a. Oh my! My parents did this to me when I was growing up. Da, 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 da. Get over it. I'm sorry, but I get it. It sucked, but get over it. You're an adult. I mean, well, I know me growing up, I like we had, I I didn't have the, I didn't have the greatest relationship with with my dad, especially. Oh, neither did I. My dad yeah. wasn't even in my life most of the time. Anymore. Oh yeah, mine was around, but he, me and especially when I was like a teenager, oh, yeah. like me and him. Oh yeah, we, like, we talked about. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, y'all butted in. Yeah, we did not. But now that. looking back at it, now you kind of understand, like, <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I mean, me and my dad have a great relationship. Oh, same, now. same with me and mine. I mean, well, it didn't just happen. I mean, ever, ever since I've time. been, you know, when a grown up. Oh yeah. You know, as you we, start to kind of understand like, okay, like, I may not agree, but I understand what you were trying to do. Yeah. I mean, I think we had like one big argument when I was probably 22 and we didn't talk to each other for like a month. Mm-hmm. And then after that, like from then on, like we've had a great relationship. So, because I, I mean, I, I kind of understand a little bit more, you know, yeah. like what he was trying to instill in me as a young boy. Well, I guess I, I mean, I, I'm not gonna sit here and say that I was an angel about it. I mean, I was hard headed. Oh you know? yeah. So yeah. yeah. I mean, it, I get it honestly, <laughs> but I mean, he, um, you know. He didn't he didn't want um he didn't want me and him to have that same kind of friction that he and him and his dad had. Okay. So, 
you know, once I was grown, we kind of, you know, switched to a different theme. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's different. Yeah. I don't know, man. It, it's kind of just like. But I mean, we, uh, we grew up with tough parents, man. It's just like my parents weren't on that, like, oh, you can just do whatever you want. It's oh, yeah. Like, no. that, that's the problem uh, with kids nowadays. Like, these parents don't care. It's like they, they just, they spoil them. They buy them whatever they ask for. Yeah, or better yet, they turn their kids into victimizers. Yes. It's just like, like they, oh, my, my, kid my can't parents, do no wrong. My parents don't do this to me at home. And teachers are like, I don't care what your parents oh, yeah. do. Here, or are you going to do My kid can't do no wrong. Like, yeah, they, and then you have, you know, people grow up that way. Yeah, and yeah. even as adults, they still walk around with that I don't I don't do anything wrong attitude, and is in, in the in the adult yeah. world that Ain't shit their word doesn't is work. The gospel all the time. That shit doesn't work. Yeah, I mean you you can't just be oh, yeah, out here. I had doing to tell that. I had to tell a kid one time at work like, bro, you ain't ready for this real world. He's like, oh, what do you mean? I'm like, what do you think you're always right? I proved you wrong how many times, and you just sat there and tried to argue with me, right? Like, bro, like. I'm like, for starters, you can't take care of yourself. Heck, I'm not going to say sit here and say, like, oh, I got it all together, too. But it's like, at least I can admit it. Right. Like, I'm man enough to admit it. I don't have it all together. You over here acting like you got it all together. Like, oh, you got all the bread in the world. You got all the knowledge in the world. And I'm sitting here talking to you. I realized in, like, five seconds, you didn't know anything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, parents parents nowadays try to it's like they kind of shelter their kids in oh, a way. Yeah. and then when it's time for them to go out and the oh, they don't know world, what they have do. no fucking clue oh yeah <laughs> which I, I'll, I'll sit here and say you know it just my upbringing you know uh growing up religious and all that yeah there were a lot of things i was sheltered from um it, it definitely took some learning heck i'm still continuously learning yeah. you know how the world really works sadly and it, it's not a great place. It's no, not. Really. But it's like the first thing I always say is like you have to be willing to acknowledge I don't know everything. I'm still always going to be learning. Or even a better question for you. When do you become a man? Oh, shit, I became a man at 18. Not not you. When do you think you become a man for anybody? When you when you leave the nest and take care of yourself, that's when you become a man. Okay. Okay. It's, you know, and I mean, you're going to you're going to fuck up. All right. We all do in the beginning, but you figure it out. Okay. So, I mean, for me, I moved out. I moved was out on my own at 18. And, and and you, you realize know, like oh this world cutthroat like I can't be soft out here. Well, I my parents always told me that. Oh, okay. Especially my dad. Oh like, yeah. He he made sure I knew that it's like hey this world ain't no, you know you walk around here you know with your eyes wide open thinking that everything is sunshines and rainbows when you get out here in this world it ain't like that. Oh yeah. You know, it's it's easy now when mm-hmm. you hear with me and your mom taking care of you, but when you got to get out here and take care of yourself, it's gonna be different. Oh yeah. And I learned that immediately. I'm just like, oh shit. So, because at first I'm thinking, oh man, I'm out on my own, make my own money, I can do whatever the fuck I want to do. Shit. 
Then I fucked around and spent my entire check in one weekend and was like, fuck, like, uh, that was the stupidest shit I've ever done. (laughs) And it was just kind of like, okay, I got to be a little bit more responsible. Like, yep. So I mean, I, hey, I did I did stupid shit as a young adult, oh, and I mean, you're going to yeah, you learn and you move on. Well, it, you know, the other thing I hate too is like shit. How, I'm 37 and I still fuck up sometimes. I don't oh, like yeah. I, like you said, I don't know everything. Uh, the one thing <laughs> I hate that is preached, like the internet, be trying to preach, or just society as a whole, is that oh, you're supposed to have it all figured out in your 20s. No, you're not. Hell no. Your 20s are for you to figure exactly. it out. Exactly. Your your 20s are your well for me, I would say as I, as I went through your your you know young adult years cuz honestly for me, I look at it as like if you're when, once you hit 21, that's when shit changes mm-hmm. cuz now you really can do anything you want to do. Exactly. And so, the con- consequences are even greater. Exactly. So at you know, once you cross 21 or in your, like, I, I made a lot of my mistakes early, which I'm grateful for that. Like my 18, 18, 19, 20, that was when I made a lot of the mistakes that I made and learned from them. And even in throughout my entire twenties, I still had times where I would fuck up here and there and be like, damn, I didn't do that right. All right. I know next time what I need to do. And shit, in my 30s, man, it's been cruise control mm-hmm. for the most part. <laughs> so <I> mean, <laughs> let, let me ask you this question, because obviously we're 10 years apart. Right. So what advice would you give to me if you did not know? Just first initial conversation. Um, about what? Just life. Things that you would probably do if you could get 10 years back. At my age right now, it's 27. Man, I could go back to 27. Oh, man. Don't get married. (laughs) (laughs) I knew that was coming. I knew it. No, 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 no. I knew it. I'm just playing. All y'all married folks out there, I'm just playing. Nah, for real. Don't get married until you're ready. Okay. Okay. Because I got I'll married see. early and it neither one of us was ready for it and it just yeah, it it was a lot. So make sure you make sure you you ready for that. That you got yourself in order and you're okay with I mean, just basing off talking to mm-hmm. you, it's just like you already are well you're self aware. You don't mind taking accountability. And responsibility doesn't seem to scare you. Now, when you get married, there is a level of responsibility and maturity and accountability that has to be taken. Oh, yeah. And a lot of people are not and, ready for that. You know, crazy enough, too, uh, that first initial question about when do you become a man. So far, Shia LaBeouf has actually had the best take. You become a man when you become responsible for others. And that goes into being married and having kids. Ah, no. See, I I think you become a man when you become responsible for yourself. That, too. I I think that's another one, too. Like, because you can't be held responsible for other people if you can't even be responsible for yourself. Oh, 100%. I agree. So it's like, but I think they go hand in hand. 
Eh, yeah, but you gotta have one before the other. Oh, there. Hey, you gotta have one facts, before the other. Facts, but you can't, that is you not. Can't, a, you can't go into a marriage irresponsible. Oh yeah, and that's but I will say work. his take is not a very far out take. No, it's not. Yeah, but you. But definitely, I, I do agree. You yeah, gotta be responsible you, for you, yourself. You, you first. gotta learn how to be responsible oh, for yourself okay. first. Yeah, yeah. And anything else? Don't take yourself so serious. Yeah, I'll, I'm learning that. Because you will never enjoy anything if you're just always like, no, 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 no. You relax. Oh, yeah. I'm you know, in, in, enjoy, enjoy your experiences, man. Don't, don't, don't always look for the flaws and what you can do better. It's just like, it's an experience. Oh, yeah. If you if you can do it better, then you know you. Oh, know oh definitely. I I'm I'm learning that. Like I think I just kind of settled with myself. You know, if I gotta be the bad guy in somebody else's story, I'm okay with it. Because I, and let me expound. On no, that. I know I know exactly what you mean because uh, uh, I feel the same way. Yeah, because it's like <laughs> hey, sometimes if you gotta do what you think is right, but it may not be the right decision to somebody else. You're going to be labeled as the bad guy. Oh, yeah. I've actually said, if I feel what I'm doing is right, then so be it. I'll be the bad guy. I'm fine with it. I mean, I'm I'm always the bad guy. So, Uh, I mean, it's just like, it's just kind of part of the game. Yeah. Hey, hey, look, we we getting through it together, right? (laughs) (laughs) Hey, take us out, man. On that note, Appreciate y'all for listening or watching if y'all on YouTube. So next week, what we got? So it's going to be up in the air if we do record the pod, because obviously we got to get prepared for a sneaker of the year. Yes. Um, I forgot about that. So, you know, it's funny too. I had somebody asking, were were you going to be on it? And I told him, I'm going to give him. Oh, who's, who asked? Uh, Linda. It's still up in the air. She's going to be on it. Linda. Uh, Foot Locker yeah, Linda? Oh. Yeah. And I, I told her, I'm going to give him a break because he's going to host the last few. It was awesome. It, hey, look, for one, I really appreciate you because <laughs> for it, you you did it when I was still going through a rough time after uh, losing my grandmother. So no. I really did not want to be on camera. Uh, so Hey, I'll always be appreciative of that. But it, I'm like, I need to get back on this camera. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> so. I mean, I'll I'll sit in on it if you, oh, know, yeah, if you want me to be in. You, you won't I'm be there. there. So yeah, yeah for but, sure. Hey, till then, we out. Take it easy.